that defined the role of Time, Inc.'s editor-in-chief. I told him that many of our best stories relied on confidential sources, and I showed him where Time, Inc.'s editorial guidelines stipulated that it was our policy not to reveal the identity of a confidential source. The guidelines also warned that there might be occasions involving federal grand jury proceedings in which the only way to keep your promise of confidentiality to a source is to serve a jail term for contempt of court. I noted the distinction between civil and criminal contempt. In our case, fines and jail terms were threatened to induce cooperation. In criminal contempt cases, the punishment, usually resulting from a felony conviction, is for wrongdoing. I cited more than 200 years of tradition in which reporters went to jail and publishers paid fines to protect their editorial independence. Finally, after more than an hour's heated discussion, during which I never disclosed our source, Parsons grudgingly accepted my position. We didn't discuss the matter again over the next eight months, while the grand jury case dragged on, as the special prosecutor urged us to reveal our source. But on June 27, 2005, the Supreme Court announced that it wouldn't hear our petition, leaving the adverse appellate court ruling intact. Two days later I called Parsons to tell him we would turn over our files to the grand jury. You've surprised me, he said. I was just getting comfortable with your earlier position. I could hear a chuckle as he hung up the phone. Both of us knew, however, that my decision was no laughing matter. In nearly forty years working as a reporter and editor, I had never faced such a difficult decision. I knew that many of America's most respected journalists, including some of my role models, would denounce me often in the pages of their publications. Nonetheless, I thought that we should comply with the court's orders, and the more I learned about the use of confidential sources, the more I came to understand how their misuse was undermining the press's credibility. Since then, of course, the battles over confidential sources have escalated, with important implications for the nation and for the press. The Plame case grew out of George Bush's State of the Union address, in which he asserted that Iraq had been trying to buy uranium in Africa to restart its nuclear weapons program. As a result, the special counsel's investigation became an important part of the fight over the president's decision to invade Iraq and the overall conduct of his war on terrorism. Bush's detractors say Plame was outed by the administration to punish her husband, Joseph Wilson. Wilson, a retired diplomat who had served in Iraq and in Africa, had visited Niger on behalf of the CIA and had concluded that there was no evidence that Iraq had bought uranium in Africa. That argument buttressed other evidence that there was no basis for going to war with Saddam Hussein prompting critics to conclude that Bush, Vice President Cheney, and their key aides had deliberately lied to the American public. The President's defenders see the Plame episode as an example of routine political skirmishing inside the Beltway, 
and they insist that the revelation of Plame's CIA status should never have led to an investigation, let alone the indictment, trial, and conviction of Vice President Dick Cheney's Chief of Staff, I. Lewis Scooter Libby, Jr., and the investigation of Bush's key aide, Karl Rove. Our case developed against the backdrop of the Bush administration's war on the press. The administration has produced video news releases that masquerade as stories, has paid columnists to spout the party line, and has questioned the press's check-and-balance function in society. Special counsel Patrick Fitzgerald acted independently of and often against the administration, but the court's support for his tactics has emboldened the Department of Justice, other prosecutors, and civil plaintiffs leading to the biggest increase in subpoenas since the Nixon era, all seeking reporters' testimony about their confidential sources.